is up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Cheers from the Press Box. I am your host, Brennan Tassif, joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's up, man? What is going on, buddy? Not much. Big day, big weekend, big week in sports. Well, we just talked a few days ago, but it's been a big weekend. Thank God for the NBA. For anybody who's new to the program, we'll go through some of the major topics and some of the biggest sports. Then we will get into some tertiary topics in the quick hits, followed by no walk-offs this week. And then the press conference where we pedal our wares. But we'll start this week off the same way we do every week. Joe! Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. We're doing the kickoff, but no. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) The Eagles just promoted their uh, quarterback coach. Here we go. NFL talk right up. Oh, no. The Eagles just promoted their quarterback coach to the OC job. And I've seen Brian uh, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson is a proud black man. There was a click through. In the article on ESPN, I clicked Brian Johnson, and they gave me a skinny white place kicker. I was like, that is not him. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry for the head shake to throw you off there. God. All right. ESPN, never disappointing. Never disappointing. Um, I wanted to talk NBA with you, Joe, now that the football season has ended. Is this too much light? Yeah. Now that the football season has ended. Uh, we are. You look like you're on that. Uh, what's that movie that was supposed to be like Jumanji, too? Where he's like on what? space or whatever. I don't know. Damn it, damn it, Kyle. Write it in the chat. Kyle, let us know. Um, so NBA, lots of stuff happened this weekend. We are past the All Star break. We are in the final 17 game sprint, as it were. It was 20 games, but we've played a couple of games since we last talked. Um, hey. Let's light the beam. Light the Let's beam. Let's light the motherfucking beam. The Kings, the Sacramento Kings, are legitimate. They're legit. Number three team in the uh, in the West right now, um, and they just took out in one of the what the second highest scoring game ever. Took out the yeah. Clippers to create a nice little buffer between them and the four spot. Um, still seven games back of the Nuggets, but we'll get to the Nuggets later. But uh, three games ahead of the fourth place team in the Suns. Um, yeah, this team is legit as all hell, man. When when that trade was made for Sabonis, people scoffed at it because it was like, oh, lower tier team. I mean, at that point, they were like uh, trying to fight for a 10th seed last year. It was like, ah, oh, lower seed team trying to make a last-ditch effort. But they're getting rid of some good players, and and they were. I mean, Tyrese Halliburton was an all-star this year. Um, but he couldn't – not he couldn't, but it was difficult to operate in a backcourt with him and De'Aaron Fox. Um, it's kind of a redundant skill set, and one of them was going to have to diminish their game for the other to flourish. And the Kings had already committed to De'Aaron. De'Aaron had already committed to the Kings. So there was kind of a marriage there. So you're bringing some bonus. And then this year, you're bringing Malik Monk, who at one point we thought, I mean, I think he was a lot. I'm pretty sure he was a lottery pick. But we thought he was going to be. Pick 11, definitely in the Yeah, lottery. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure he was a lottery pick because he went to Kentucky with De'Aaron, picked a couple picks after De'Aaron. Um, we thought he was going to be a good player on par with De'Aaron, um, but just landed in the wrong spots. Was it, did he get drafted by the Knicks? 
Uh, Malik Monk. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was say just kind of bounce around. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, even worse situation than that. Charlotte. Hornets. Yeah. I was say yeah. Ended up in a bad spot. Then ended up bouncing around a little bit. Um, but found a landing spot with his college uh, running mate and. In that game against the Clippers, I didn't say the score. It was one seventy six to one seventy five, double OT. Um, he that's so many the, points. He was the lead scorer off the bench. He had forty five. <laughs> so many points. That's a lot of points. I don't. I wanted to ask you. Um, so the Sacramento Kings haven't made the playoffs since what was it, two thousand and six? I think it's the longest running Weber. drought. Yeah, uh, they haven't won a playoff series since 2002, if I'm not mistaken. Jeez. Haven't been since 2006, something like that. It's I it's think been it's a long time. Than 06. Has it? Oh man, now you got me looking up Sacramento Kings playoffs and basketball reference. That's a quick and easy way to get to it. So they haven't made it in. Six, yeah, 16 seasons. The Kings franchise, uh, 20, uh, 2006 was the last time they made the playoffs. Really? Yeah, so 2007 to 2022, they have not made the playoffs. Or 2023, now they have not made the playoffs. I guess because now they're the franchise of uh, longest playoff drought, it felt longer in my head, but it's because yeah. all those other teams have done it so recently now, I guess. Well, it was interesting, too, because I heard um, Simmons talking about it, but, like, they haven't won a playoff series since, like, 02. Mm. And I was like, God, that's 21 years ago. And then I was like, well, the Magic haven't been that good. They just won a playoff series in 2010. So it's like, oh, my God, it's almost they're almost double as long as, like, the Magic. Um, They've had all these top picks. Subsequent playoff series since as well. Yeah. Well, well, and Dwight didn't leave immediately. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, well, they they won one. They've won one playoff series in 2010. That was the last one. What? That that's the yeah, last they, time Orlando won a playoff series. Yeah, that's not even the year Dwight leaves. No, he 2009 they make the finals. Yeah, 2010, 2010 is the year right after like the Eastern Conference Championship. I want to say then the next year they don't make the playoffs. Dwight wants out. All this turmoil ensues. Mm -hmm. And then Dwight, because that's when Dwight demanded out. Damn. I'm really trying to figure out who's on that 06 or 17. Uh, I did want to say, though, they have all these top picks in Sacramento for so long. Uh, Is this a case? And then some of those players aren't even on this team. They've moved people around, like you said, with uh, the Malik Monk thing and all that. Do you think that the Kings are legit? Do you think they're going to make a, some noise in the playoffs, or do we think this is just like a happy story? So me and my brother were talking about this, and I think so right now they'll be slotted to, if constructed right now, they'll be slotted to play the Mavs. Um, do I think they can beat the Mavs? You know what? Yeah, I think they can beat the yeah. Mavs. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that, yeah. Um, the, the biggest, the most difficult part of it is, I mean, I don't think they have anybody who can check Luca, but they don't have anybody who. I mean, yeah, they don't have anybody who can check uh, De'Aaron or Sabonis. I mean, Kyrie. Yeah, I was gonna say the good news about that is Luca doesn't play defense. Kyrie, yeah, that too. Um, Kyrie 
I mean, it's going to be hard to contain him as well, but he doesn't play defense on the opposite side. Um, that was the first game they played together when they uh, – was it the first game they played together or did Luca miss that game? I think Luca might have missed that game. Yeah, the first game they played was San Antonio. Luca. No, that wasn't the first game. They played one game before that. They won. They lost one game. That was the first game they won together. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say they're one and three now. Um, but yeah, I remember watching the the Mavs Kings game, and it was a close game, but the Kings ended up pulling it out. Um, but yeah, so I think I think I don't. The thing is, I think they lose second round regardless. So yeah, okay. Now, gonna run it to Memphis, like a, if anything. Do you think this is like a crazy fantasy run? Like, oh my god, we made the playoffs second round. No, I think this is. I think this is something to build on. I mean, this is something mm-hmm. they've been trying to build for quite some time since drafting the Aaron in 2017, um, and now they have like the right pieces around it. They just need to go Harrison Barnes at the three. I mean, they need to. And they have that Key and Murray kid. The the problem is, I mean, at the end of the day, the, the biggest problem is there's too many good teams. There's just yeah, so many in the good West. teams. So it's like, like, so me and my brother were having a conversation about um, uh, Damian Lillard and Bradley Bill yesterday, and it's like, man, are those guys are gonna get killed at the end of their career because they didn't win anything, but like. You drop them in any other era, they're like the best players ever to yep. walk the face of the earth. And it's like, you, when you're in the midst of like powerhouses and like these these titans, there's people who are gonna be great that just can't break through. Um, yeah, like Jordan was just sucked up all the rings of his generation. Kobe and LeBron and then Steph kind of just suck up all the rings in this next, like, patch of players. And it's like, there's just a lot of people, and Tim Duncan and Spurs, like, there's just people who are just going to be left without. Yeah, there's not enough to go around. You can only win one ring Only one person wins it at the end of the day. And, I mean... So is this something where I'm saying they're going to win the championship in the next five, ten years? I don't really think so. Um, but will this team be competitive for the next five to ten years? I do think so. Yeah, I agree with you. Speaking of competitive, your Denver Nuggets went on a tear. We had a we had a week. I wouldn't say we had a tear, but we had a we had a heck of a week, uh, a whirlwind of a week. Number one seed. The league started back up on Thursday. You know, they sent us immediately. Sent us out to Cleveland. Number four team in the East. Good game. Big game. Big game. Nice little TV broadcast setup. You know what we did? Trounced them. Trounced them. Everybody was Take saying, you know, can they do it against these East teams? We flew out there. Gave them a good tuning up. Six point dub. Then... We had to go to Memphis, where we we don't want to talk about that. immediately got our heads caved in. Uh, they got hot early. I started watching that game in the first quarter, and they went up like twelve. The whole stadium was shaking. I was like, "Yeah, this is this is over." Memphis uh, underrated as a villain this year. Went from the darling young team last year to the villains this year. Uh, some would say they were the villains last year too. 
I mean, that's, yeah, they I, were I the, think, they weren't the villain. They were the plucky upstart. That's the thing. And now everyone's like, man, fuck these. Like it's the yeah. Pistons of the eighties. Uh, yeah. I will say though, no matter how much shit they talk or dumb shit they do, those videos of John Morant being such a sweetheart. I'm, I'm, I'm. Never You're the only person this. getting entranced by that because now there's rumors of like him and his people like doing bad things. I don't believe. Them. Oh, really? Oh, you talking about the gun thing or the yeah. laser thing? Yeah, yeah, the laser pointing hey. thing. I don't believe those are. St- but, I, yeah. I find those things not mutually exclusive. I think those are separate. I think you could be a sweetheart, but if someone comes oh, and steps into your, I, I didn't say shit. that they were. I was just saying people. Some people are like, "Ooh, he thinks he's." Oh, uh, they're coming off of tough him. guy. So, yeah. Um, but then we had a game against the Clippers. Clippers were coming off of back to back. We were coming off the back to back. Clippers were coming off of the double overtime game against the Kings. And they took us all. We took the game went all the way to uh, OT. It was a it was a thrilling matchup. Um, but then in the end, overtime, we just we just blew past them in the end. Uh Jokic had a 40-point triple-double with 17 boards and 10 dimes. And Michael Porter Jr. had 29, and Jamal had 21. Uh, it was Aaron Gordon's first game back off of injury. Didn't get to play that much. But, yeah, as as, as people want to dethrone or take Denver off the perch, I mean, with more than five games ahead of the grizzle, um, Seems like we're going to be there for a while, and it's going to take a, a little bit more to unseat us. Uh, I have us, uh, I can say it now, I got us coming out of the West. Uh, I'm not okay. scared of the Suns. I'm not scared of Memphis in a seven game where everybody Has Durant even played yet for the Durant Suns? Durant hasn't played a lick, so that's, that's my on? thing. He's coming off injury. <laughs> okay, see, I was confused because I didn't realize he was that hurt. Well, I thought he was like a little banged up. I didn't realize he was like out for three, four weeks hurt. Yeah, I remember when he got hurt, it was like, oh, he's going to be out for like a month. And then me and you talked about it. We kind of talked through it. It was like, okay, out for a month. That would have him coming back before All-Star break. He's not going to come back before All-Star break. He's going to come back after All-Star break. Now, then he gets traded. So then you got to get checked out and worked out by the new staff to make sure you're actually up to snuff because they just they're making an investment in you so yeah. they've kept him out of the first couple of games coming out of the all-star break and Do you hear something like, funny yeah. i thought when he got traded his injury went away no no no, no. he I thought had it was like new team this is not new like team, new start this is not like Kyrie. No, no, no. Who had a i'm just saying because i'm an I'm an idiot before. i'm not saying that i'm saying because i'm an idiot i forgot he was injured because he was oh traded. You thought he just walks into like the the, the pool of youth? Yeah, I, think youth. I, th- I just thought it was pool one of those of weird youth. things where it's like, oh, they can't. I don't know why in my head I thought like, oh, you can't trade a guy if he's hurt. I don't know why I thought. I was say it's weird. Um, you could kind of like a rule. You can waive it. You, they the the annoying thing is they would never let you do it in the goddamn video game. That she's pissed me off. That's what. That's my problem. <laughs> As I remember, I used to try to trade players in uh, in 2K. They would yeah. never let me because they're like, oh, he's injured. You can't trade him. Piss me off. But in the actual league, you can do it, and one person has to, like, just, like, wave away whatever issues. Because, like, um, there was a four-team trade in the NBA at the deadline that got hung up for a while because Gary Payton, uh, the second. Oh, yeah, he was hurt, too. Was, had an injury that they weren't aware of or they thought was not as bad as it ended up being. 
but then they had to just say, okay, we'll take them anyways because you got four teams, four different players hanging in the balance. Like, do you really yeah. want the guy that you just traded back on your team with the attitude? Probably now. It's like, yeah, you're just gonna have to gonna have to okay this one. You're just gonna have to eat that. Gotta eat that. Speaking of eating it, ooh, do you do you have the time by any chance? Do I have Joe, the time? Do you have the time? Uh, do you have the time? The time. It's Dame time. time. Oh, it's Dame time. Brennan looked at his watch. He started tapping his wrist. Just like Damian it's Lillard. Dame time. This man is insane. 71 points uh, in a win. Damian Lillard just... I, I don't... I feel bad because everyone... Not everyone, but a lot of people, including myself, had Portland kind of going the other way this year in a, in a tank. Zathora. In a trauma for Wembenyama. Huh? Gosh. Zathora. That was the movie. Zath- that was based on a oh. board game. That okay. the lighting looked crazy for you. Never saw did, it. But did Kyle like feel this telepathically and reach out <laughs> to you? Yeah, Kyle sent me the text message. <laughs> um, yeah, this team wasn't supposed to be any good. I thought at least they're not. <laughs> That's the other thing too. They're not. But nobody, excuse me, nobody tell Dame that because he refuses to go quietly into that night. Yeah, right now they're sitting at 11, but tied for the 10th seed. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Well, they may make the playoffs if Zion never comes back. <laughs> if Zion yeah. never comes back, and then they slip into that 10th seed because the Lakers are probably going to creep up into, like, the ninth or the eighth spot. Um, yeah, no, Damian Lillard is one of the most – Prolific scorers, one of the greatest players to walk the earth. Top 75 player for sure. Clutch player, cool demeanor. He's never going to win a Has a great ESPN Sports Center commercial. He's never going to win a championship. Unless no, if he stays there. in Portland. He's never going to win no. And it's And he sad. wants to stay in Portland. Now, the the problem is our American, uh, our, our American ideals and... I saw something, I think it was Van Lathan. Tell Lathan him, Joe. Said, huh? I said, tell him. Let him know. I think Van Lathan had put something out that Michael Jordan, he has a theory that Michael Jordan ruined the NBA because, yes, Michael Jordan is great and, you know, all things that, you know, 23 are amazing, but him sucking up the energy, like I said earlier, and winning all those rings and displacing other people from rings and then the discord that happened afterwards, discourse that happened afterwards, where if you don't have a ring, then what's your career really? Da 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 da. And now yeah. people feel the need, if they feel the heat, to go get a ring. And then if you don't have a ring, we automatically diminish your career. It's like, yes, championships are amazing. Like that's what we're striving for, but. That's not the defining thing to somebody's like years of excellence. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It's not All circumstantial it's not, at the end of the day. Yeah, especially in team sports. It's one yeah. thing if you were playing. Uh, it's one thing if you're Tiger uh, Woods on the PGA, sport. Serena Williams yeah. on, the, on the WTA. But when you're relying on other people, you don't get to choose where you end up originally. You leave. People talk shit about you. It's like. Yeah, there's so many different factors that go into it. And Dame's not, and I feel bad because Dame's a great player. Like you said, a prolific scorer. He's just not, 
he doesn't have a team around him now or moving forward in the future, it looks like, to win a ring. And it is weird because that's exactly where my brain went. The immediate first thought I had talking about Damian Lillard was, God, this guy's such a good player, but it's not going to matter because he'll never win a ring. Yeah. And that was my first thought. It's ridiculous. It matters. His Those points matter. His contribution to the game, like, people are going to study Dame's game and they're going to grow the same way, like, him and Steph, two best shooters, in my opinion, to walk the court. This guy's shooting from 35 effortlessly, no change in motion at 6'2", six, 6'1". Six, um, like, it's impressive as all hell, but he's going to get lost to the sands of time because all we care about are rings. Yeah. This guy yeah, got dragged just... Portland, the carcass that is Portland, to a Western Conference Finals. I mean, and if not going, and this goes up, and this is back to what I said, like you have those uh, those team destroyers, it, you have those player destroyers. Like he goes up against the behemoth that is the Golden State Warriors. Like no one expected them to win that. Like, can yeah. we just appreciate them getting to where they got? So, yeah, I mean, I agree. It's one of those things where it's just everyone. I mean, you said it. Everyone's obsessed with uh, the rings culture and everything like that, which is kind of shitty because there's a lot of good players that just might not get rings. And I mean, look at Joker. Yeah. Two MVPs on his way look. to a third, and everyone's like, hey, he hasn't gotten out of the Western Conference Finals. So yeah. it's like, oh, okay. He's only cool. reached one Western Conference Finals. Guys have been hurt the last two seasons. Jeez. I know. <laughs> hurt bad, too. Um, speaking of hurt bad, LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers come back from down 27 points at one point to the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, end up winning the game. But the reason I say, speaking of hurt, is because LeBron hurt a pop in his ankle. Uh, he's getting that checked out today. Could be a significant injury. But the Mavericks are falling apart. Uh, Kyrie and Luka don't play defense. Uh, this... At all. This game wasn't a, oh, look at the Lakers coming back. This was a, holy shit, what happened to the Mavericks? Yeah. Um, they kind of fell apart. Uh, they fell apart, and the Lakers finally found their soul, uh, namely Anthony Davis. He played like a band possessed, as Brennan likes to say. Um, yeah. And Jared Vanderbilt, an acquisition they made at the trade deadline from Utah, he played, I think he had a double-double that ended up being like 17 and 15. Um, they played as a unit. They they have shooters now who can help them come back when they're down. Uh, but this injury really hurts. I, I, I just said they're probably going to take that Minnesota spot. Actually, I don't know because I forgot. Yeah, they have LeBron out for an indefinite amount of time. And D'Angelo Russell also is out right now with a leg injury he picked up in the prior game. So it makes it look... Uh, the future looks grim. The playoff future looks grim for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, but, I mean, that that was a heck of a game, a heck of a performance, but the outlook on the rest of the season for them uh, after getting that news yesterday is not ideal. Can Anthony Davis finally put the team on his back as people have wanted? Talking about Mr. Glass? Uh, but, I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, he's willed a team to a playoff position before uh, yeah, the first 20 games of the season. He looked like the MVP undoubtedly. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot for him. 
to take on that mantle, basically right now, right here. You're you're the guy. You do it for us. Um, can he do it? I'd love to see it. Uh, <laughs> You'd love to see. I'd it. love to see it. Um, but I also love not to see it because I don't want to play them in the first round in the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. I I mean, I don't. I think Anthony Davis has the talent, the natural God-given ability. I don't think he has the sustainability when it comes to his health. You know, something I, real quick before we jump off this. You know, some of my thought as I was watching this game. What? Anthony Davis was a... You know the story of Anthony Davis, right? He was like a 6'1 point guard. And yeah. then like the summer before his senior year, grows 10 inches. Something crazy like that. And now he's a center. And now he has recruits Powerful. looking at him and everything. And then there's like a couple other guys who were like tiny and then they grew and then, you know, they became better. Giannis Is it me or what did you say? Not Antetokounmpo. They were already tall. Uh, no, Giannis grew when he, after he got drafted, he grew like six inches. I don't think that's true. That's a hundred percent true. Six inches. Yeah. It's not true. Oh, that's a hundred. Oh, don't. You saying he went from six six to seven foot? No, he was like six eight six nine when he got drafted. Like four inches, yeah, but six inches, you're out of your mind. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, Jason Tatum has grown after getting drafted. I'm talking about in like high school, going to college. Anyway, that's what I was talking about. But you can look up this Giannis stat and be. Supremely disappointing that you didn't grow six inches immediately. Um, but reason the thing I was going to was it's interesting how so Anthony Davis was a point guard. Oh, to, oh I love this. <coughs> go for he was not, oh, six, it's, not six six ne- it's not nearly as big as I thought. Yeah, I was like, is. he wasn't six. It six is a growth spurt. Giannis Antetokounmpo had a growth spurt since he was drafted 15th overall by the Milwaukee Bucks in 2003. Like he was drafted at 6'9". However, he is now listed at 7 foot. Yeah, I was like 2 to 3 inches. Yeah, I was like, no. no, Nobody has grown 6 inches in the it's league. It's always weird when you say, when you hear 6 something and then now he's 7 feet. <laughs> yeah, I always like, extort it in my head. I'm always <laughs> just like, oh my God, that's gigantic. It's like, oh, it's 3 inches. But, um, yeah, geez, what I was trying to get to was Anthony Davis was the size of, was a point guard prior to, then became a big man. It's interesting that he doesn't have the passing ability that Jokic has. Yeah. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, he was a point guard. That's a great point. He doesn't see the court the way this big loaf of bread who always is cut, by the way. I was like, Mike Ryan said this on the Love Chart Show, and then I watched the game the other day, and I was like, God damn it, he is right. Every game I've watched Jokic ever play in my life, he looks like he's been – he got lacerated – uh, oh yeah, yeah, I heard that. Tricep, triceps, like oh man, it's all cut up and everything to the point where now also, like they're taking pictures of it and stuff. It's weird. Do you think maybe? Now hear me out. Do you think maybe with what you're describing, Jokic is in the NBA because of that weird ability to see the court because he's not an athletic. Everyone, I mean, his nickname is um, Big Honey. What is it? Big honey, yeah, but also, um, you know, Jordan's called his airness, and uh, my cousin who lives in Denver Florida. calls Jokic his floorness. Yeah. Uh, so not athletic. Do you think maybe AD is in the NBA 
because of his physical abilities and then hitting that growth spurt? Do you think if he would have stayed 6'1", there's no way he's playing in the NBA as a point guard? No. When he was 6'1", he had no colleges looking at him. Not until he That's what I'm made saying. Yeah. that growth spurt is when Kentucky finally looked at him. Um, okay. He was looked at as a raw prospect, um, somebody who could see the court well, who could score, but uh, he eventually adapted a defensive game was able his height made him more of an effective rebounder um that's crazy that even and it was as a point guard he just can't he just doesn't see the court that way well i don't i don't know if he didn't see the court that well but my thing is from being a point guard to now being the center yeah. like how much things were lost and how much things did he just not work on anymore or yeah that's what I'm, well, no, no that's anymore. i'm agreeing with you that's that's crazy so, cuz you look at the career trajectory cuz Jokic could do this forever yeah He's not putting like all this wear and tear on his body, and he's barely ever knock on wood. He's barely ever hurt yeah, wear and tear all in the in the triceps. <laughs> yeah, it's all him getting all the those lacerations. All right, so you think the Lakers uh, make a run in the playoffs? Um, everything's adjusted now because of LeBron's injury, but yeah, they're definitely not making true. a run in the playoffs. A run to uh, you know the who playoffs. they're really going to miss now that LeBron is out. You know who they're going to miss? Turn the camera on. Oh, hold on. Oh, do you really? Okay. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was gonna say, really? Because of Russell Westbrook, yeah, He's barely getting minutes for the Clippers. There. <clears throat> All right, moving on. NCAA. All right, we are moving on to the NCAA portion now that uh, football is over and we're approaching March. We're going to talk some more college basketball. Uh, so this past weekend there were seven, seven or eight buzzer beaters. Um. That happened uh, during college basketball weekend. So I wanted to ask you, repeat, Joe. Repeat that first part again. Okay. So we're going to talk college basketball now that March Madness is upon us. What's that part? Just oh, the buzzer beaters. And uh, there was seven seven or eight buzzer beaters this past weekend. Uh, Joe, I want to hear what you think your best buzzer beater is. I know I have mine, but go ahead with yours. Um. Well, to list the first couple, you have Caitlin Clark's. Iowa over Indiana. You had Matthew Cleveland, which broke my heart. Florida State over Miami. You had Devin Cambridge, Arizona State over Arizona. You had Madison Greeks, Memphis over SMU. To me, the best one has to be the Caitlin Clark over Iowa, uh, over Indiana, because everyone in the arena knows she's getting the ball. She's coming off a double screen inbound pass, fading to the right, falling to the right, Throws it up from about 30 feet and swish game over. It was insane. Uh, I'm going to humbly disagree with you. It is the Matthew Cleveland. I know you don't want to talk about yeah, this because you're a huge Miami fan. You're only doing this. Miami, 4.9 seconds left. Miami shoots, takes the lead, yeah. and everyone thinks this game is over. Yeah. Oh, but wait, there's more. Florida State inbounds the ball. Matthew Cleveland with like no time left puts it up. Buckets, net. Make it rain. You're only doing this to hurt me. This is this is payback for no, my Trevor I Lawrence it was, comments last week. It, okay, first of all, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, no. I thought it was interesting because all these, a lot of these were great buzzer beaters, but this was the only game, if I'm not mistaken, where it was like, oh, buzzer beater. Oh, but wait, we're gonna yeah. one up your buzzer beater with another buzzer beater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, you got me there. But the number two, in fact, to be honest with you, when I first looked at the list, I was like, oh, it has to be Caitlin Clark because the unranked Iowa over number two Indiana. Everyone, like you said, Sorry, everyone knows unranked. she's getting the ball. I, I, I did not put, uh, they're six ranked. Oh, I was well. six. <laughs> I just didn't do like the ranking part until after I was like, oh, no, let me put I get context it. I, th- I honestly here. thought it was super was like, impressive oh. that Iowa was unranked and Indiana was ranked. No, Caitlin Clark's going to be player of the year. She's amazing. She's having a, yeah, a she's season buckets. tour de force. Um, Caitlin Buckets. She is undeniable, man. Yeah. Um, was that Barry Katz? Yeah, that was Barry Katz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Somebody Let's knows what Barry Katz. Thank you. <laughs> To the uh, weirdest year in college basketball. Some of this stuff is going to be a little heavier, but we've got to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with all of these things, but me and my brother have been having this discussion that this is by far. First one and the third one I'm aware of. Okay. First one I know quite a bit about. Okay. So I can inform you on a couple of the other ones. Uh, This is the weirdest. There's so much things that are happening off the court that are just making this year bizarre because some of them are getting uh, highlighted in the mainstream, but a lot of them are not <laughs> because I don't know. I mean, it's just timing wise. A lot of it was happening at the same time as the NFL season, college football season. So there's only so much bandwidth for your, say your, your magazine shows, um, your debate shows, whereas sports center may be getting into it. <clears throat> But for the most part, your 30-minute shows, your your rah-rah-rah, Stephen A. Smith versus people shows, they probably aren't getting to it. So the first one, I think everybody's aware of this one at this point. Brandon Miller, uh, Darius Miles, and I forget the third player's name, um, were all involved in a murder investigation where Darius Miles has been arrested. Um, but Brandon Miller and the other gentlemen are still playing for Alabama. To the point where the first game after some new information came to light where uh, Brandon Miller was texted to bring a gun to a a future crime scene at that time. Uh, He drove the gun there, but now there's debate whether he knew the gun was in the backseat. Did he ever see the text? Did he, he never touch the gun? Miles just came and got the gun, handed it to the eventual shooter who then, I believe, shot it like 11 times killing a woman who was a mother um, of a young child. And all this was allegedly because un unrequited advances. She turned whomever down. So this person's retaliation was to, was to murder end her, her life. The, under the jail, please. The the vilest of human beings. The like, this, oh, he's charged with capital murder. He'll yeah yeah yeah. He's he's under gonna the kill jail. him. Yeah. And if I'm gonna do a little splinter commentary, this is the incel manifest. Like these men who think that women are property. And Michael Lynn Davis was the other one. That's the other player. Yeah. That the player or the person who did the killing? No, Miles and Michael Lynn Davis, 20 of Charles County, Maryland, were both charged with capital murder. So, no. So, the other player didn't shoot. The other player was just there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, there's a, there's a, there are four people all together 
Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I thought yeah. there was only three. But there's three players that were involved. Um, but yeah, I, I ain't even heard Buddy's name. But yeah, no, that dude's a sucker. Um, as you look that up, I'll inform you of this New Mexico State self-defense case. Yeah, what's this? Oh, just real quick, I want to touch on this. Brandon Miller is not uh, officially charged in any capacity. Uh, we've heard both takes. Jay Billis, as a lawyer, yeah. saying he's not charged. He has nothing to do with it. He should be able to play. Like Alabama saying, fuck the haters, I guess. And then we've heard Will Bond and uh, Kornheiser talk about it as well, saying, like, just the optics. The kid is tone deaf. He's doing stupid shit. He's talking shit like he's untouchable. Um, not necessarily talking shit. But just, okay, I'm sorry. He's not talking <laughs> shit. He's... Like the pat down, the behavior, the, the behavior the seems behavior, very, yes, excuse me, very down, nonchalant, very like obviously no one is guiding this young man. Yeah, how do you think? Do you think Alabama's playing it the right way, or what do you think? Um, I think Alabama's playing it the wrong way. Uh, the fact that there was no interruption of his season whatsoever, it just looks like they're being super callous. Yeah, I completely agree. If and people will say, well, he's not officially charged with anything. Well, this is college athletics. Um, you don't have don't to care. be charged. You don't. Yeah, like, it's, it's like the NFL. You don't have to be charged with something to, uh, for us to, you know, decide to punish you, you on have our been own. Suspended yeah, like minimum. You were yeah. a part of this thing. At least you have to sit at the very minimum one game. Joe, how many? And murderers that's the do minimum. You know? This is a teaching moment. You are educators your responsibility is to educate this young man and reprimand him when he does something untoward well that's what i'm saying is like i don't know very many people um that i i especially don't know anybody close that i would go out to at two o'clock in the morning with um that are murderers i don't know how many you know but not not with not not with he was not there he was texted to go there and then I know, he but got up and went there. I know. I'm saying what you're saying is right. I'm saying like it's not like he was just out hanging oh, yeah, yeah. and this happened. He got up and made the decision to go there. That's right. Yeah. And then this happened. That's at not... 2 a.m. He decided to go there. I'm not leaving. If I'm already at my place or at another place, I'm not going to another place. Now I'm also not a college kid anymore. I'm not chasing yeah. the high, but. If he were to have read the text because they're trying to say that he didn't read the text that said, bring my gun. If he did read the text and he still proceeded to go somewhere, knowing he the ramifications, the he shouldn't be on, he shouldn't be on the team. He should be in jail because at that point, you're an accessory to murder. An accessory to murder. Yeah. All right. like, I just wanted to get your take because uh, I understand what Jay Billis is saying from a purely technical standpoint. But this yeah, is not, he's not charged. This isn't what we're doing. This but, isn't what we're doing here. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> We're I not mean, playing technicalities. In, no, they actually they are playing technicalities. Well, yeah, yeah. I was saying they're t- playing saying you and me. Well, we're talking about we're not playing. My thing is, and I think I mean from all the people talking about it, from your Kornheisers and Wilmonts to everybody under the sun, is this is a college campus. You are educators. How are you going to teach someone right from wrong if there's no consequences for their actions? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, he didn't pull the trigger, but he's still involved. His name is in this. You have to, if you're not going to, if you're not going to sit him, you got to at least talk to the kid to make sure everything is on the up and up. You can't have this pat down uh, intro thing come up to have you extend this another week. 
Like, also, I don't understand as someone who's been arrested and incarcerated quite a few times. I don't understand the fascination with this. I'm a tough guy, like thing. I don't like, think I've, he's. I don't know where you're getting this tough guy thing is from. Because being pat down as like that seems like well, he's like allegedly trying. this is. Uh, the, the coach said it's been going on all year. It's been going on all year. I don't think that's a tough guy thing. Uh, okay. I don't know if that's you know. How I read there's it. a popular song. It's a pat down, quote unquote. But I think less. Oh, so I, didn't know that. I think okay. uh, I'm saying people are calling it like a pat down intro, whatever. I think it's less that, and actually, why I think it's like yo, check my swag, like wipe me down, kind of thing. Like, okay. oh, look at you. Yeah, you're I'm, so all, dope I'm, all, or whatever. I'm all for wipe me down. But uh, but then this goes back to the jaw thing we were talking just about. Just optically, as well. it looks bad. Optically, it looks yeah. Bad. I yeah okay, you're right. All right, let's we gotta we gotta move on. We're already 40 minutes in, and we didn't even talk football this Thank week. You. Uh, um, New Mexico State, what happened? So New Mexico State, I'm pretty sure it was New Mexico State. Was it Nevada State? I'm pretty sure it was New Mexico State. Now I got to double check to make sure it's New Mexico State. Um, dang it. Because now they're hearing out loud. The hazing thing was New Mexico State. That was New Mexico State. You tell them about that. I was like, double check to make sure this yeah, so is the, New Mexico uh, State. Because I was like, New Mexico State is a hell of a year. New Mexico State. Um, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, um, well, now hang on. Now I want to get the facts right on this. No, you got the facts right on this, most likely. Yeah, it's just uh, the uh, yeah the Aggies, right? New Mexico State University. Yeah, yeah they shut down. <laughs> uh, it's not funny. It's very not funny. But it's just when I hear the word hazing, I always laugh just because I think of being in college football and the kind of stuff that happened with uh, me. But yeah, they uh, shut down the program due to hazing, and then the obviously the shitty part, the sexual assault. Yeah. Um, basically, it appears like they. Was slapping asses, maybe touching dicks or whatever on yeah. some player they were hazing. It's uh, so uh, according to the, what I'm looking at, it was just uh, the program's not completely shut down. It's just suspended. Yeah, just suspended for the year. Yeah, they shut it down for the year. But it is weird. Shut to it down me for the year I, and fired the coach. Yeah, I understand. I get it. You know, you can't grab other people's dicks and stuff like that. Can't and I understand some, <laughs> some people are sensitive <laughs> about that. Some people are sensitive about yeah, that. I'm black. You can't be grabbing my dick, white boy. Um, But hey. White I guys mean, love dick play. It's so dumb. It's so yeah, weird. We do. It's so You guys funny. teeter the line. Like, it's so weird because. Hey, quit being gay, bro. I was going to say, that that's the thing. Like, I heard that a lot. White guys are the quickest to be like, oh, homophobia like okay not saying black people aren't homophobic black people are homophobic <laughs> black people are homophobic and don't play those games white yeah, people so you, are uh, homophobic yeah, I, I, I understand what you're but saying but they play games it's like what are y'all doing white people can be uh, white men especially younger white men in a uh, athletic environment can be very much where it's the same thing in comedy. Comics do this shit all the time. Where it can be like if someone's being serious, like if a, a if a if, gay guy's if somebody's making it in advance, you, it's like Yo, yeah, you're like yo, I ain't gay. But then you have a couple of drinks at a party and you'll start grabbing at people's dicks. Yeah, like, let, let, me see you, let, dick. me see, let me see your cock. Let me see like whoa, 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 man, what just happened here? One so drink and you're because of it, you're loose. Jesus Christ. Um. So yes, no. Uh, because I, I was like, man, is this really? Yes, it was New Mexico State. So the story, this happened prior to uh, the hazing basketball story. basketball team. New Mexico State, a player, apparently he went 
to some party at New Mexico and met some girl and like did something to some random kid at this party at New Mexico. He goes back to New Mexico State. Like a week later, some kid devises a plan to get that girl to get him back to the campus of New Mexico and they're going to teach him a lesson. So he comes to New Mexico thinking he's going to meet up with this girl. Well, it's an ambush. This dude and like two of his friends have a gun and they're going to try to beat up the basketball player. The basketball player brought his own gun and in self-defense killed the kid who uh, devised the whole thing and I think shot one other person. Then he heads back to New Mexico State and gives the coach the gun and the coach hides the gun and the story is like buried for like a week or so until like investigating like everything comes out. Self-defense is allowed in New Mexico, though. Yeah, and he was, the. I mean, the player is. The kid's not charged, right? He's in, like, the right. But it's just like, how did these two stories end up happening at this one small university? Because you know what happens, Joe. When you start touching dicks, people pull guns out. That's Jesus what happens. Christ. Oh, speaking of touching dicks. Coppin State, another scandal. This one is even weirder, Brendan. You're going to have to Google this one. Um, I just did. Yeah, I was say, who's the coach? Is it is it Juan Dixon? Yeah, Juan Dixon okay. is under high scrutiny. Is from uh, singled out by Coppin State University basketball players. Juan Dixon, former uh, Maryland great, uh, he's the coach of Coppin State and is overseeing this weird scandal where he had an assistant coach on his team who was blackmailing slash catfishing a player on the team. And the player has since uh, was the first person dismissed and not the assistant coach. This eventually turned into sexual favors. And yeah, it was it. The, the, the coach made a profile like on Tinder or some one of these uh, platforms and then started asking for uh, different pictures uh, compromising pictures then at in plant catfishing in the role this woman said hey now i want you to do this to this person who i'm also blackmailing and i need you to take video of it and the whole time it was the assistant coach there was no woman that was conspiring why was the assistant coach doing this because the assistant coach has like mental issues Oh, okay. So this wasn't like a thing like, oh, he's going to leave the team. We have to keep him on the team. No. The assistant coach is just a psycho. Yeah, he's just a psycho and devised this plan to this catfish. Uh, and the head coach knew about blackmail. it? blackmail. Eventually, the, the player who was the victim in this went to the head coach at the university and everybody, and then he was let go of the team. What? Yeah, he was taken off the team. He the scholarship was revoked effectively, and they kept the assistant coach. What? Yeah, no one's talking about it. Well, we are now. Was, now now we are. Yeah. Gonna talk All of us. I heard Bomani That's and Dominic Foxworth talk about it like three months ago, and but they didn't talk about it. They were just like, "Man, 
there's a lot of things happening that not being talked about. Like, you heard this Coffin State story, and they were like, whoo, that's a crazy one if that ever hits the mainstream. And then I immediately Googled, and I was like, holy shit. That's nuts. That The, the fact that the university doesn't have the athletes back. And that's the other thing, too. This, goes, this ties into everything. Um, all the things we just talked about, and then we'll move to the quick hits. But when you send someone to college, when you go to college, you expect, whether you're a parent or whether you're a student going for the first time, you expect some level of safety. Some level of protection. Uh, from, exactly, from that college. So whether it's a huge school like Alabama, nobody expects their daughter to be murdered. Nobody expects their mother you know, the, her young child to be murdered. Uh, same thing, New Mexico State, you know, you go to a party. Yeah, it's a rival school, but if they call you back and they want to fight, it's a fight. It's a bar fight, to quote Boondock Saints. You don't fucking pull guns on people. Um, and that's just one of those things. And then that Coppin State thing, that's just weird on like a different it's level. Where it's like that that's something where not physically as damning, but mentally that could fuck your day up. Yeah, everyone that physically. you trusted, everyone... Mm. Everyone you trusted, the, the the university, the athletic director, everyone turned their back on you and abandoned you and revoked your scholarship. Like that can really have long term effects as far as PTSD, and you got tricked so. into giving sexual favors to yeah somebody else. Like this, oh, it's this pretty, is just pretty icky. Glad I'm out of college. Glad you're out of college. We don't have to deal with this. The whole university system is broken. Go to Oxford. Go across the pond. Go to university. I don't, don't know if it's going to be these. better anywhere. I think there's yeah, fucked up people true. wherever you go. Honestly. <laughs> Don't I know it? Um, all right, quick hits. And you'd be surprised how quick. It quick, Neyman hits. Quick hits. I can't believe we hit an hour. That's pretty awesome. Wow, um, didn't think that was gonna happen. A lot of the topics we talked about were pretty sad, though. Uh, speaking of sad, Byron Jones, former first round pick uh, by the Dallas Cowboys, uh, said in uh, what was it on Twitter? Yeah, recently yeah, said he can no longer run and or jump. Uh, due to the injuries, he was uh, was stood uh, playing football. A lot of injections, a lot of pills. He's urging players not to take the pills in the injections to consult with an outside doctor before doing any of that because he's essentially uh, becoming more and more immobile. Uh, Joe, wait, this wasn't like this is this isn't a guy in his you know fifties or sixties. This guy was drafted you know ten years ago, eleven years ago. Uh, and now Byron Jones is talking about how he can't even really run around his house. What do you What are you taking away from this? Um, you know what the first thing I thought of when I read the Byron Jones story. Me? No, not you. Um, you're like the second or third person I thought of. Um, your problem is not the running and jumping though. You can never really do no. that. Um, the first thing I thought <laughs> of was God, that's me. And the immediate thing I thought of, the first thing I thought of was, this is heartbreaking. Yeah. And then after hearing people talk about it, I was like, oh, now you fuckers have sympathy, but everybody and their mother wanted Lamar Jackson to run out there on a bad knee and ruin his future. Oh, Patrick yeah. Mahomes does it. Patrick Mahomes has $500 million guaranteed to him. Lamar Jackson's trying to get a contract, but no, do it for the team. The team doesn't care about you at the end of the day. You have to live with the consequences of whatever you do. Yeah, I've said this a million times. Uh, I would never trade. This is at you, Jay Glazer. I was really mad at Jay Glazer. Ooh, Jay Glazer Jay had Glazer. a hit on the Levitard show where he said, no, guys in the locker room are going to be upset. You got to go out there, knee be damned. Go run out there. You, It's a, it's an honor to play her. Go fuck off, man. You eat white people be played. putting black bodies on the line day in, day out. But then when somebody can't feed their family, can't walk down the street, oh, it's a sad story. No, get the fuck out of here. Don't 
ba- don't put my future in your hands because you want to see entertainment. Shit pissed me off. It was a broken off, white man. body. I agree. Um, yeah, I uh, between the eight concussions and all the the countless back issues and all that kind of stuff, I wouldn't trade anything for the experience I had playing Division One football. But at the same time, it is shitty. I mean, I've talked about it on walkoffs before. It's shitty. And then to even go further, Byron Jones played at a level that I I couldn't even. I played at the highest level in college, and he played at a level that I couldn't even understand. So I was say, and he's not retiring. And that I think that's one of the most interesting tidbits. But also, my thing is, when players, you 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 can't win if you're a player because we say, oh, yeah. the coaches have to protect the players because the players can't protect themselves. When the players decide to protect themselves, oh, he doesn't have the heart. He doesn't have the passion. Oh, he's letting his teammates down. It's like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? We see two or get three concussions, but then... And we say, oh, the team is at fault. We see Lamar get a knee injury and hold himself out. Oh, he doesn't want it bad enough. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I think it's a weird dichotomy because it's one of those things where you want the player to want to play so badly that you have to hold him out. But then at the same time, when things like this happen, like I'll be probably dead at 50, but when things like that happen, it's just kind of like, oh, well, they wanted to play. It's like, yeah, because you brainwashed them into thinking that they had to play. And then when somebody doesn't want to play because they're worried about things like that, we call them soft. We say that they're not a part of the team. And I'm guilty of that because when the stuff was happening with Lamar, I was like, if I was in that locker room and he could play, I'd be like, yo, dude, why the fuck are you not playing? But it's one of those things where it's just because one doesn't beget the other. Just because I played through injuries and I played hurt doesn't mean everyone else has to. In fact, I'm worse off for it. So I I, I agree that it's incredibly sad. And it's a weird thing because... We want players to protect themselves, but then when they do, we call them, or, you know, I call them soft. So it's, it doesn't make any sense. All right. Baseball. Uh, this is just a fun little fact. Baseball has uh, added some new rules and added some new measures. Uh, one being the pitch clock. Uh, and with very limited sample size, Jeff Passan has been uh, repeating this everywhere he can be heard. The games have gone down about 25 minutes in... Yeah, 223, 236, something like that. Yeah, they've gone down about 25 minutes in spring training. Last year, spring training was about 301. Now they're down to about 230-something, as Brendan said. Um, So, Brendan, one question. Do you think you'll watch baseball now that it's a little bit shorter? Uh, There's other factors. There's other (laughs) mitigating factors that are going to push me to watch baseball, but I will watch more baseball. Absolutely. This season, the shortening shortening of the game has little to do with it for me, but I do find it fascinating. Some of these guys like getting called strikes in the box. Yeah. Like that's great. Just because they're not stepping up, getting ready to swing. Actually, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Move it or lose it. Jesus. Move it or lose it, baby. Uh, the Panthers stink. I don't think we're even going to make oh, the playoffs yeah. this year. That That's my update. Tampa Bay is making a run. Boston, you can have the President's Cup. We'll take the uh, Stanley Cup. Thank you. All right. And soccer quarter, Fulham ties it. Manor Solomon. We haven't, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx anything. We haven't lost a game in the Prem in five games. Really? Wow. That's pretty good. It's draw, um, win, 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 draw. I think you really ruined it because the next I think we play is Liverpool. Uh, uh. Uh, who I mean, honestly, not the toughest opponent this year, but not no. the easiest opponent this year. Um, I mean, we ran with Man City, and they've got uh, who's that guy? The Hanan, the uh, best score in the world, Harling, 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 Holland. That's it. Um, but Fulham won. Uh, didn't win. Fulham drew one-one with Wolverhampton. 
Um, oh, we're gonna win that. Man of Solomon, three goals in three games. He's looking like a great signing. Uh, the biggest did we issue, get this, the um, American defenseman off? What happened? The American defenseman Robinson is he still playing? Oh, Anthony, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a left back. I okay. I thought we were. I thought he was in the uh, transfer portal or whatever. I thought they no. were loading him out. <laughs> the transfer portal is not like the college football transfer portal. The transfer window. You have to wait for a That's transfer window to open up so you to, so you can move. Beginning of the season, and end of the season. Beginning the middle, beginning and the middle of the season. Okay. Um, but there, there's teams interested in him, so there are quote unquote transfer talks about okay, him. Okay, okay. But um, okay. he'll be on the when team is the, for the remainder. Where of the are year. we in the season right now? Uh, we're past the, the end, halfway mark. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Okay. So they're say, talking about maybe next, next year. year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's okay. gonna finish the season without with us, regardless. Um, top ten, baby. We're finishing in the top ten. I'm gonna say year. if he even leaves. I I don't know if he'll leave. Um, if if we are a European club, if we get a five spot or a four spot and above, um, I don't think he leaves because the only reason he leaves is to play for a championship side. Uh, and if we are that championship I don't think side, he, he does anyway lose. because this is our first year back up, right? Yeah. So because it's the first year back up financially, it. He's gonna have if we stay up because you taught me this. If if we stay up the second year, we get even more money. Yeah, we get more money, but not necessarily he gets more money. Yeah, but financially, it makes sense. Like you're on a good team, the team can put more pieces around you now. The teams, we I literally think, were relegated to getting promoted to now we're gonna finish in the top ten. Like this is a thing you top ten. Stick with. Top ten is great. This is the thing about soccer. Don't get attached to the players. I was going to say top 10 is great, but if you can play for a championship side and play on the bigger stage than just the Premier League, like that is something that accounts for something. Also, it's a better experience. You're playing against better talent. It sucks as a Fulham supporter. Uh, I know we've signed a couple other backers to eventually take that spot. Um, But as a U.S. supporter, yeah, you want him playing at the highest level, getting the yeah, most right. experience you know who ruined against this? the best talent. Wrexham. Welcome to Wrexham. Ruin this because <laughs> they make the players like Super Paul Mullins. They're yeah, like, you fair. get super attached to the players. And so I thought, oh, I'll just get attached to all the players. No, you can't get attached to all the players. Uh, you know what's funny? I think this next season of Wrexham, so I've been looking at the squad. A lot of the guys we liked are not there anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't say Super Paul is there, Ollie Palmer is there, but wasn't there a Jordan Davies who was like the hometown Yeah, Jordan Davies, yeah, that's my favorite, yeah, that's my favorite guy. I don't know how much time he's been playing. <laughs> Are they, they were, last time I checked, they were second in the table. Are they, gonna- uh, they should be one, they should be tied for one now because Knotts County tied, uh, they drew, and then uh, Wrexham won the last game I saw. Uh, so yeah, they won. Yeah, they are one. now. So it should be okay, eighty-four. Second to Knotts County, but they've played two less matches. Okay, so Knotts had another game since that time. Then yeah, listen to this. This is their last five: win, draw, win, win, win. Yeah, no, God. they've been on a tear. Um, also, speaking of tear, MLS back this season. Uh, Apple TV Plus has the full uh, array of games, and they gave it for free on T-Mobile Tuesday. So. I decided, you know what? I've been putting my money where my mouth is, my free money where my mouth is. I'm going to watch the Inter-Miami game wire to wire. We won 2-0. Great game. 
Uh, Phil Neville has the team looking beautiful in the pink unis. Uh, Joseph Martinez came. We got a couple other guys. Uh, we had a uh, Ukrainian defenseman who ended up uh, getting the first goal. Um, we looked good. People have us pegged for near the bottom of the table. I think we can be better than that. Also, there's, I mean, if Mike Ryan, what he's saying means anything, it's worth the salt. Uh, there's, we can get messy before the end of the year. I mean, it's a possibility. Um, get the fuck out of here. They're offering him, where there's only two teams still in discussion. His contract with PSG ends this year. So he either has to renew with PSG or look for his next opportunity. And it's been a while, and he still hasn't signed a deal with PSG. So that time, and the only other team in talks with him is Inter-Miami. He'll have an ownership stake in the club as well. Um, so that's really the the selling point. We can't financially give him what PSG can, but he gets to play in America, closer to home in Argentina. His family already has set up here, and also he'll have ownership stake in the team going forward, and I believe the league going forward. And Adidas, who is the uh, kit sponsor for MLS whole as a whole, because there's just one kit sponsor. It's not like splintered off like other leagues. Um they will also help compensate some of his deal as well. Um, so that's a possibility. If he comes and he's in that pink, boy, whew, it's going to be a hell of a season. But uh, even without him, I think we end up in the playoffs because there's an expanded playoffs now as well. So it's going to be a fun year for soccer. It's been a fun show. But, Brennan, well, we got to go. Yeah, we got to get out of here. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Joe, let everyone know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dover. You can find me this show on Twitter and Instagram at Cheering Press. Don't forget to head over to Anulo.co to check out all the other shows. That's Anulo, the big one. Uh, Who Does the Pod, the other big one. Cheers from the Press Box, the third big one. And Misbehavioral Journal Club, the small one. I joke. The fourth big one. Uh, yeah. Go over to my site. Once I get it fixed, I, I don't. I need like a day to dedicate to it at this point. Haven't had that time. Uh, so, Brennan, tell us about your luxurious website. Absolutely. At Brennan T Comedy um, on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. <clears throat> Check out my other podcast, The Power of How. I do that one with uh, Matt Fulstron and Daniel Torado, two very funny comedians. And then I also have Ex Drinking Buddy, where I have a guest on and we talk about their best and worst drinking, drug, party, and getting in trouble stories. And the one man show, hopefully, will be coming to us in March. We're going to put that up on YouTube. Yes, Brendan did it to force me to do a 10 o'clock Tuesday show. I could have got more done on that edit last night. <laughs> yeah. okay. Oh, man. Well, this was a great show, Joe. This was. Yep. So get me out of here. I got All things right. to do. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Caitlin Clark, and win player of the year. I've looked up her stats while we're talking about it. Dude, crazy out. She's averaging like 27, I think.